Hi dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the Drive Time Program. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. My name is Fabiano. I'm currently ministering at Sinai and Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia. And I'm delighted to be able to respond to the next, uh, to, I mean, to discuss, in fact, for the next hour with uh, Helen, our co-host, and, and to respond to some questions regarding the topic for today. Now, our theme throughout this whole week has been the Holy Spirit in contemporary religion. Um, and, and with that, I'm reminded of uh, a movement or a strong emphasis that has been put on the uh, on the uh, on the topic of the Holy Spirit uh, around the world now, and there's a lot of people. I even have a friend of mine uh, who is very, uh, what should I say? Uh, uh, he believes that unless you can speak in tongues, uh, you have not received the Holy Spirit. Uh, but of course, that topic was covered uh, in one of, uh, by one of our presenters this week, and you can go back to to to, to listening to that if you go to faithfm.com.au. But uh, and, and look at uh, drive time big Q and A. But today we are covering a different topic. But I would like to introduce first and foremost. Our co-host, Helen Gray. Helen, welcome. Thank you, Fabiano. It's good to be here again. That's right. And Helen is a regular presenter here on this radio program. And and, and for those who have been following her uh, for quite some time, she's a Bible student and she loves to unpack the truth and actually make it more practical. And uh, and, and, and that is what we will get today as well. Uh, and so Helen is also ministering at Birdwood, Seventh-day Adventist Church, here in the South Australian Conference. And um, and I'd just like to remind our listener that the every week we are covering a different theme. And you might be interested in uh, having a system, systematic study of the Bible. Uh, therefore, if you would like to uh, uh, study the Bible in a systematic way, hey, maybe uh, the Draft Time BQ&A program could be one of those uh, uh, um, radio programs that you can follow from week to week, and we will highly encourage you to actually uh, tune in every Thursday, same time, and in fact, share this also with your friends. Now, I've already mentioned that our theme for this week has been the Holy Spirit in contemporary religion, but our topic for today, however, is... uh, what is the unpardonable sin? That is the question of which we are answering. But before we go any further, I would like to just open with a word of prayer. And we ask the Holy Spirit. And in fact, today we are talking about the Holy Spirit. We ask the Holy Spirit to uh, come in our midst, to be with you, our dear listener, to help us understand what we will be studying today. So let us pray together. Father in heaven, creator of the universe, Sustainer of life, honor and glory be to your name. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the hour of study. We pray that the Holy Spirit alone would give us the understanding uh, regarding this topic. What is the unpardonable sin? Lord, I pray that all of us who are listening, that we would uh, have clarity on this subject and, uh, and, and, and actually draw much closer to you 
more and respond to the promptings of the Holy Spirit uh, and that we will not con- uh, uh, continually resist the promptings of the Holy Spirit because that is dangerous and can lead to that. But of course, we shall uncover this as we study. Lead us and guide us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, Helen, welcome once again. Thank you. How has your week been? Very busy, as most of my weeks are. Yes. But uh, lots of blessings. That's right. Lots of blessings. That's right. And um, lots to be grateful for. Answers to prayer, I've yes. seen. Yes. Some yes. answers haven't come yet. We're still praying, but we've had some amazing answers this week. That's right. So you are mm. persevering in prayer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Talking to my best friend. That's right. Well, it just reminds me of the... Uh, wrestling that Jacob did uh, with the Lord, and yes. there are times where God wants you know asks us who are we, and we need to respond like Jacob did, and so persevering in prayer, wrestling with God in prayer, praying until something happens. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's always good. Now, there's a lot of pollen in the air around this time of the year, and. What do you think about that? Oh, <laughs> excuse me. It's been You're a bad welcome. year for me already. All right. <coughs> excuse me. Oh. See, you mentioned it. Look what my, happened. My, my bad. Hopefully Sorry I didn't bring it that. with me. No, no it's right. been bad. I, okay. I've had very bad hay fever the last mm. couple of days. Same here. Yeah, shocking yeah. headache, shocking right. eyes and That's what right. have you. And I had to succumb to some antihistamines to, mm. to get me on my feet. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, but, I... <laughs> I've had a crazy week as well. Uh, in fact, not just this week, even the week before. Just sneezing here and there, but hey, but we are thankful that at least you're looking a little bit better. I'm looking a little bit better. So uh, we thank God for that. And, uh, you know, for those who might be also, uh, you know, experience, experiencing this, hey, you know, I know this is not a topic on health, but turmeric, gar- garlic, onions, and, 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 you know, all these things are wonderful things. Berries, can get your immune up, you know, up and uh, and, and help fight fight uh, some of these things. And just so, remember, you're not yeah. alone. You're not alone. That's <laughs> right. That's right. And trust in God. God mm-hmm. will care for you. Now, Helen, maybe give us an introduction to this topic because we've got an important question today. And many, I uh, mean, many people uh, always have this question on their minds: What is the unpardonable uh, sin? Well, that's a very interesting question, isn't it? Mm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. If you were to go to Wikipedia, you would come up with the statement. It says, the unpardonable sin is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Uh Blasphemy includes ridicule and attributing the works of the Holy Spirit to the devil, which is eternal sin. But then when you look at someone else, you will find that a definition of blasphemy, the act of claiming for oneself the attributes and rights of God. And I think that's actually a closer definition. Okay. That we are looking for in blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. The act of claiming for oneself the attributes and rights of God. And I yeah. guess we can say that actually started with Satan, didn't it? That's right. That's right. Because he wanted. And if we were to look at the examples in the Bible of blasphemy, uh-huh. we would see why they accused Jesus of blasphemy. All right. maybe Which we- he didn't. Do we want to go to that now? Or? Well, uh-huh. let's just have a look for a start. There okay. are good things and there are bad things okay. about um, this particular subject. All right. And the Bible deals with it, it quite so frequently. Yes. You know, there is good news and bad news, but let me let me just say it's a bit like a pilot flying across the Pacific with a plane load of people. Mm-hmm. Instruments have gone out. He came over the loudspeaker and he said, I've got some good news and some bad news, mm. and I'll start with the bad news. He said, we're hopelessly lost. All our navigation equipment has gone. The good news is 
we're making excellent time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that doesn't save the plane, does no, it? No, definitely not. And, you know, but with the subject of the unpardonable sin, there is good news as well as bad. All right. And, you know, I do hear a lot of people saying, I'm concerned, I'm worried, I think I may have committed the unpardonable sin. Uh-huh. What hope can you give me? Yeah. And, you know, my heart breaks for these people because in most cases, the ones who are worrying about it, have not yet have not yet committed that's right it. if they're worried about it that's right they haven't hardened their heart completely that's right that's right you know although they think well the lord's sign it maybe i have mm. but it is a most dangerous issue when you think about it to commit a sin yes that shall not be forgiven it, it is and that that is against god when you think about yes. it they're troubling words that's right no forgiveness that's and right. you know you will find that phrase in scripture three times that i've actually found it so can we turn to the yes. first one mm-hmm. i've got matthew 12:31 you may have some yes. different ones, but Ma- I've got Matthew twelve thirty one. I've got the same, yeah, the yeah. same text. Would Matthew twelve thirty one. Yeah. All right, Matthew twelve thirty one. It says, "All manner of sin and and blasphemy will be forgiven men, except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit." Yeah, uh, you just okay. wanted verse thirty one. Yeah. Did you okay. see the good news? Yes. Mm-hmm. All manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven. That's right. Unto men, that's good news. It is. And I'm thankful the Lord is a God who does forgive all manner of sin and blasphemy. Amen. But then the bad news is that's right. the scary part. Yes. The blasphemy against the Holy, the Spirit, Holy Spirit shall not be forgiven unto mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it'll be forgiven him. That's right. You know, right after they crucified Jesus, remember that he said, Father, forgive them. Forgive for them, that's right. They don't know what they're doing. Definitely. You know, definitely. and it's it's interesting when you look at that and you look mm-hmm. at even in the judgment day, the resurrection, there is no forgiveness if you commit this unpardonable sin. That's right. That's it's, right. It's gone. Yeah. But let's have a look at a, an, another passage mm-hmm. similar, Mark 3.28. In Mark 3.28, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it actually says, uh, shortly I said to you, all sins will be forgiven the sons of men. And whatever blasphemies they may utter, but he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation. That's a bit tough, isn't it? It is. But let's have the third one before mm-hmm. we start discussing. And Luke twelve ten. Luke twelve ten. Mm. All right. Uh, Luke twelve ten. It says. Uh, here it is. And anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But to him who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven. Yeah. Now, that's interesting because that's right. whenever people hear about the unpardonable sin, some mm. people just hear that phrase out of context. Mm-hmm. And they try to conjure up in their minds yes. what is the worst sin a person may or can commit. That's right. And folks can get very creative. They, they think, well, maybe it's murder, maybe it's suicide, maybe that's it's right. child molesting or infant, infanticide, yeah. killing children. They go through this litany of sins. Mm-hmm. But what first of all we ought to talk about, what actually is blasphemy? Mm-hmm. Because it specifically says in those three verses, mm-hmm. we've just read it, that it is not just sin, not yes. just sin against the Holy Spirit. It says Blasphemy, blasphemy, yes. blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. That's right. So let's just have a look at that word blasphemy for mm-hmm. a start. Mm-hmm. In Greek, the word is blasphemos. Mm. And according to w- w- that dictionary's definition that I gave before, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really hurting or blasting the reputation, the nature or the works of God. That's right. You know, to God... C- to call God foul names, to besmirch mm-hmm. his son's saving grace, they are certainly forms of blasphemy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in actual fact, if we were to look, did we look at John 10, 
33? John 10.33. No, we yeah. haven't. Can All we right. look at that Turn one? Turn to that one. And, John and, 10, yeah, and here we will see what some of the leaders in Israel were trying to find a reason to stone Jesus, and they thought they'd found it. Listen to this. Well, the Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself God. Okay, so here is yeah. a very clear definition, Fabiano, isn't it? That's right. You know, the That's Jews right. said, you know, they stoned him for blasphemy because... He's a man and yes. he made himself God. That's right. So they right. accused him of blasphemy mm-hmm. because he claimed equality with equality God. Equality with and God. And the right to forgive sin. That's right. But of course, they would have been correct to do so if Jesus wasn't God. Mm. But you see, Jesus was God. That's right. You know, but blasphemy itself is not the unpardonable sin. Okay. If we look in 1 Timothy 1 13, mm-hmm. let's read what the Apostle Paul says. Right, 1 Timothy one thirteen. it says, Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did, I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Now, that's very interesting, isn't it? That's right. You know, we're, I'd say we're fairly sure Paul will be in heaven, mm-hmm. but he was a blasphemer. That's right. You know, God's grace to us is exceedingly abundant. It forgives even blasphemy. That's right. But it was. It says, remember, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men because God is amazing. That's right. But we have to, to delineate here. We have to look at the fact of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is unforgivable. That's right. But to answer that, we need to understand what does the Holy Spirit do. And once we do that, Fabiano, we will see mm. why his function is so crucial, that blasphemy against him is so serious a sin, mm-hmm. it cannot be forgiven. Mm. So well, let me share here. Yes. If you'd like to look up John fourteen twenty six, please. All right, John fourteen twenty six, And here we're looking at the New Testament, the yeah. book of John. And before uh, you read that, uh-huh. if I can just mention, the Holy Spirit does three main things. All right. And here we're going to hear in John fourteen twenty six what okay. the first one is. All right. The Helper, by the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. Okay, so first right. he teaches us the things we need to know for our salvation. That's right. That's crucial. Mm. It is important. Okay, Definitely. so second, let's have a look, John sixteen thirteen. And John sixteen thirteen, it says, uh, here it is, and, and it says, However, the Holy Spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his, of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Okay, so the first one was he's going to teach us the That's things right. we need to know for our salvation. Yes. The second one, the Spirit guides us into all truth. That's You've right. just read about that. Yes, yes. But there is a third one, John 16, verses 7 and 8. All right, John 16, verse 7 and 8, he says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Um, yeah, that is verse. Uh, you want me to read verse 8 as well? All right. Thank you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Okay, so this is his work. We've just looked at that. It's logical. Mm -hmm. And therefore, to conclude that as long as we allow the Holy Spirit to teach us, to guide us, to convict us, we could never be guilty of committing the unpardonable sin. 
There you go. But yeah. suppose we refuse to acknowledge these three operations of the Spirit mm-hmm. in our personal experience with God, mm-hmm. that's exactly when people begin to approach the deadly perimeters of the worst sin on record. Mm. And so what happens is that blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is a perpetual constant resisting of the drawing love of God's Spirit. So much so that you lose the capacity to even hear the Holy Spirit's voice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and I think we've got an example of that with Pharaoh. Yes. He hardened his heart, didn't he? he? Yes. But then someone will say, of course, the Bible says God hardened his ah, heart. How do you explain that? Yeah, well, you, you, you enlarge on that one for us, Fabiano. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, in the same Bible, we are also told that um, Pharaoh hardened his heart. And um, looking at the way in which the, uh, uh, the, the Jewish community uh, understood the workings of God, anything that happened as a result of... Um, well, anything happened, anyway, anything that happened was always attributed to God. So, um, however, if you look at it carefully, it was written though in passive, if it was not the direct wo- uh, work of God. So the Bible is clear that, um, Pharaoh hardened his own heart mm-hmm. and as a result rejected the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Thus, God could do nothing for him. In, in a sense, then they say, hey, God, in a sense, let him alone mm-hmm. uh, because Pharaoh had already pretty much um, um, hardened his heart, would not receive any counsel, regardless of the miracles that uh, Moses performed. He had pretty much, um, if I could use this illustration, closed the door and yes. would not open his door, uh, the heart of, I mean, the door of his heart to God. Mm. Therefore, nothing more God could do. So, God had to leave him alone. Thus, the uh, the Jewish community will say, "Well, God hardened his heart, hardened his heart, meaning he let him alone." Okay, would you read please one Timothy four verse two? Mm, one Timothy four verse four two. verse two. One Timothy four verse two. Uh, we read here, speaking lies in hypocrisy. Is that right? First Timothy four two. First Timothy four two. Okay, speaking lies in his hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared. Uh, with a hot iron. Um, yep, that's that's that one. It's a very yeah. short verse. But All did right. you see that? Having mm-hmm. the conscience become seared. All right. You know, and, and I think that's important when we look at this whole subject. That's right. You know, that's right. The deadly blasphemy is also called grieving away the Holy Spirit. Grieving away the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Paul, Actually, Paul says, yep. mm-hmm. grieve not the Holy Spirit whereof you are sealed, meaning we can permanently grieve him away. That's right. Actually, that just... Um, Reminds me of uh, what happened in the Old Testament uh, um, when um, the Holy Spirit was, uh, we are taught, I believe it's somewhere in um, uh, Genesis, that uh, the, children, the, or the people at that time were becoming evil continually. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit said, I, can, I, I cannot wrestle with these people any longer. Mm. And I'm just thinking, same thing we see in the, in the, in the very same verse that we read uh, there in Matthew chapter uh, twelve thirty one, the religious uh, leaders of the time uh, of Jesus they knew the law they they were educated in these things they were the, they had doctorates in the in the in the written word but yet somehow they would not receive what Jesus was saying mm-hmm. and as, and as a result they accused him of performing miracles and doing what he is doing by the power of the devil so. Hardening their hearts, searing, you know, their conscience, 
not we not allowing the Holy Spirit to really convince them otherwise. Re- Continual rejection true, of the Holy it? Spirit. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's so true. Um, was there? Did we actually look at Mark three twenty eight to thirty as well? Uh, yes, that we did. I can read it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mark chapter three, and that is. The twentieth verse. Oh, that's right. That and, and he 28 says twenty-eight to thirty. Twenty-eight. All right. Uh, Assuredly, I said to you, all sins will be forgiven, sons of men, and whatever blasphemies they may utter. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal damnation. And verse thirty, because they said he has an unclean spirit. Interesting, mm. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. The, the, and that's right on what you were just saying because the sin of those religious leaders, mm-hmm. blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, that was a refusal to accept the witness exactly. of the Holy Spirit exactly. to who Jesus was and what he'd come to do. That's right. That's and, right. And they weren't willing to submit their lives to him. That's right. That's right. And, you know, Jesus, you know, he said when he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness mm. and judgment. But they chose rather to reject the Spirit's witness to their sin and to Jesus and accused him of being demon-possessed. Yeah, that, that is was a, interesting, wasn't it? That's a strong claim as well. And, mm. and, and to be honest, to, to I mean, Jesus went about healing, doing miracles and everything and preaching about the, good, about the kingdom of God, the good news about the kingdom of God. Now, to accuse him of being used by demons. Yes, that's Beelzebub a, it was. Yeah, yeah, that's a strong claim. Yeah. It was. Yeah. He also made a, a statement saying a house divided against itself cannot stand. That's right. In other words, you know, he can't be doing this and still be doing and be doing Satan's work too. Mm. But, mm. you know, I thought it was interesting. I read in one um, study Bible mm-hmm. and it said to commit this sin, one must consciously, persistently, deliberately mm-hmm. and maliciously reject the testimony of the spirit to the deity mm. and saving power of the Lord Jesus. That is very correct. And yes. I thought, wow, that's yeah. a statement and a half, isn't it? That's right. That's and if right. a person keeps doing that until death, there mm-hmm. is no hope of forgiveness and eternal life in heaven. Mm. That is so sad, isn't it? it? It is sad. In fact, I would like us actually to unpack that a little bit more. I'm just conscious of time. I, I mean, we are actually digging deep. This is an, a very interesting s- subject. Mm. And and one that is very important as well because there are times when people wrestle with these thoughts in their minds. Mm. And for me, I'm 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 convinced that that is the enemy who's usually bringing these thoughts mm-hmm. to say, "Oh, maybe you're not good enough. Oh, maybe you've committed this." But rightly, like you have said from the very beginning, if you are worried, I believe there is still hope for you. Maybe you haven't co- yeah, uh, committed that sin because otherwise. It, it, the Holy Spirit will not be getting to your heart. You wouldn't worry about you it. You wouldn't worry about it. You wouldn't even think about That's it. That's right. Because the very mm. thought that, you know, the, the very thought of it and the guilt that you're probably having indicates that that is the Holy Spirit working on your heart. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, something that really, uh, there's a text in Scripture, one of my favorite texts, mm. actually, mm. when I think of the many times that we actually sin, mm-hmm. and we've already established that that's not the unpardonable sin. That's right. You know, that's right. you know whether you might go and do something, you know it's wrong, but yeah. the unpardonable sin is the sin of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. That's right. But I'm, I'm given God's peace comes into my heart when I yes. come to him. Mm-hmm. I trust his promises, Fabiana. Amen. And Isaiah 118 says, 
Come, now let us reason together, says yes. the Lord. Though Amen. your sins are like scarlet, scarlet. they, shall be, they shall be white as snow. That's right. That's and right. that's that's an encouragement for me. But my favorite text is 1 John 1, 9. Mm. And it says, if... Yes. They're, they're, we've got a there choice. There's a condition. That's There's right. There's a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we confess our sins, mm-hmm. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and mm-hmm. to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's right. You, you know, God is a compassionate. He is a merciful God. Mm-hmm. He doesn't desire for anyone to be lost. That's right. But that all should come to salvation through mm-hmm. repentance and mm-hmm. personal faith mm-hmm. in Jesus as Savior. And Lord, and who is it that brings us to that salvation? It is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, Helen, Helen, let us quickly take a short break. Now, dear listener, do stay with us. We've got more to share with you. Wonderful truths, saving truths. And here is the song, Spirit of the Living God by Audrey Asid.
gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family or workmates? Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM. Drive Time Big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghuru and our co-host is Helen Gray. Helen is uh, ministering here in the South Australian Conference at Birdwood uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church. Uh, and I'm also ministering at uh, Sinai as well as Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in South Australia. We would love to have you walk into our doors any given Saturday. We're usually there and we love to have you, of course, keeping um, uh, um, and abiding by the regulations uh, of the current COVID-19. Uh, and uh, But uh, we are having a wonderful discussion And uh, this is a question which runs amongst, the, amongst most people's minds And uh, it is the question, what is the unpardonable sin? But Helen has already shared with us that um, uh, You know, when you look at uh, Matthew chapter 12, for example uh, um, as well, uh, Verse 31 uh, and Mark 3, verse 28 to 30 That it is Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Now, other blasphemies can be forgiven, and other sins will be forgiven. Um, and uh, and what? And then you may also have this question: Well, what do you mean blasphemy? It is the um, maybe Helen, you might have to help me here again. I'm trying to get my words together, but it is the continual resisting of the Holy Spirit. It is you know cursing uh, or attributing the works of the Holy Spirit uh, to to the demon. You know it is mm-hmm. speaking in a derogatory way. You know against the Holy Spirit because after all, it is the Holy Spirit who convicts the heart. But of course, we ended up we ended on a good note in that. Hey, if you are still if you are worried, maybe you haven't committed that sin yet because the very fact that you are worried. Reveals to me and you and uh, to everyone else that the Holy Spirit is still working on your heart. But I would like to allow Helen to take us now much deeper on this subject of the unpardonable sin. And uh, while we're listening, let us not forget that um, we love to give free offers um, always continually on our radio program. And, And currently we are giving out a wonderful book. And uh, this is the book, The Pathway to Peace, uh, a very small, wonderful book. If you like a copy, just send us your contact details and uh, to, to 0401-305-077. This is a free offer. Please send us your contact details to 0401-305-077. And if you live in South Australia, text us also your postcode uh, and, and we'll actually uh, post it to you. But Helen... Take us now much more into this subject of the unpardonable sin. Okay. Hmm. Number one, yes. you just mentioned it's a continual resisting okay. of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And um, you were sharing with me about alarm sound. Yes. Yes, there are times when, uh, you know, especially if you're used to hearing the alarm, uh, you know, when, when you're <laughs> yes. about to wake up, Usually, um, especially if you are going to bed tired, 
Usually you can hear the, the alarm once, twice, three times. But because you're used to hearing it, there are times where you just zone out in your mind. You actually think like you're dreaming. Yeah. And it doesn't really get to you. That's interesting yeah. because when we're in yeah. Papua New Guinea, we had a, a neighbor that was fairly close. Uh-huh. And we heard his alarm every single morning. That's right. But he never heard it. Wow. He, he just got so accustomed to it. And we'd get to the window and say, would you turn your alarm off, please? <laughs> Uh, and that would go. wake him up. There you go. But there yeah. is, I remember living out at Malala. Yes. And we were in the old station master's house. Mm. And right by the station master's house is mm. the railway crossing. Mm-hmm. And of course, the boom gates come down. They, yeah. You know, you've got the ding, noise. Ding, ding, yep, ding. absolutely. <laughs> so not only do you have the yeah. sound of the yeah. train, yeah. you have the sound of the gates and everything. Yeah. And the first couple of days we were out there, I thought, we'll never get used to this. Yeah. And it was really funny because we'd been there about 12 months and my brother came to visit. Mm. And the next morning he got up. He he said, I didn't know whether I should open the front and back door and let the train go through. <laughs> and we hadn't even heard it. Wow. So I think wow. that's another good analogy that we can use as well. That's right. But, you know, we've said, we've said um, earlier, it's also claiming mm. that you uh, have the attributes and um, what's the word I want? And the rights of God. The rights of God. And I would, I would refer to John 10.33. I don't think we've jo- had that one John yet. John 10.33? Mm. All right, John ten thirty three. It says, uh, "I read this uh, from the English Standard Version, and it says here, the Jews answered him, it is not for a good work that we are going to stone you, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God.' Okay, mm. so they wanted to stone Jesus. That's right. But why? Because." He, being a man, supposedly in their thinking, made himself God. Okay, so that's the Bible definition, isn't it? Mm. You know, man putting himself in the place of God. That's right. And that makes sense. But if that's not clear enough, let's look at Luke 5.21. Luke 5.21. All right. Luke 5.21, it says, and this time I'm actually reading from the New King James Version. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Yeah, so so we have another clear definition here, isn't yeah. it? Uh, so, so claiming to forgive sin. But again, right. it's putting yourself in the, in the place, place of God, God isn't, it, right. isn't it? Yeah. In other words, it's like saying that you are more important than God. Hmm. You know, and and I, I come back to saying that was the original yeah, um, yeah, problem yeah. with with Lucifer. Yes, you yes. know, some people might maybe have even considered that that they're at risk of committing the unpardonable sin because they're taking the prerogatives of God, mm, mm, mm. making themselves their own God. Mm-hmm, and you hear mm-hmm. that a lot. That's right. Uh, in the world today, that's they're right. not listening to the Word of God. Yes, and that's really really sad. That's right. So taking right. the third person mm-hmm. of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and Putting yourself in that place is definitely blasphemy. That's right. That's you know, right, that's and right. I think it's so interesting. If God can forgive sins against the Father, there are those who have cursed God and they've been converted. Mm. We know that people cursed Jesus; they were later forgiven mm. and converted. Mm-hmm. Paul tried to kill Christians, and mm-hmm. he was converted. Mm. But why is it that the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? Is so crucial. Mm-hmm. I personally feel mm-hmm. um, that it's because that's literally our last chance. Yes, yes. You know, the Holy right. Spirit was sent yes. when Jesus went back to heaven. Yes, 
And it was expedient, Jesus said, that he come. And, of course, we've talked about those three main areas. And he can fix us of sin. That's right. You know, it seems that the Father is the one who delegates to the Son the work of judgment and creation. Mm -hmm. The Son is constantly acknowledging the authority of the Father. And Mm -hmm. then the Holy Spirit is serving the Father and the Son. Mm -hmm. So if there was varying steps of authority, you'd have the Father. Mm. You know, you'd think the Bible would say whoever speaks against the Father cannot be forgiven. Mm Or at least the son who came and demonstrated who God is. Mm-hmm. But no, it's the Holy, the Holy Spirit. It's the third person of the Godhead. That's right. And, you know, I, I believe it's when you understand, as I've spoken earlier, yes. when you understand the work of the Spirit, yes. to blaspheme the Holy Spirit is a sin that can't be forgiven because it is the Holy Spirit is the agency by which we actually obtain Salvation. forgiveness. Oh, and forgiveness. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. uh, I mean... Jesus brought that out when he spoke about the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so to refuse, to reject, to harden, and steel ourselves against the convicting influence of the Spirit, mm-hmm. well, that's not very good, is it? No, not at all. Mm. I'm, I'm reminded of a, a wonderful quotation uh, from uh, a, a, um, a wonderful author, actually. Her name is Ellen White in a book called God's Amazing Grace, page 215. She says that the most common manifestation of the sin against the Holy Spirit is in, is in persistently slighting heaven's invitation to repent. Every step in the rejection of Christ is a step toward the rejection of salvation and toward the sin against the Holy Spirit. And uh, as I continued reading in that, um, uh, in that chapter, I realized it is because he, the Holy Spirit is the one dealing with the heart, convicting us of sin, Leading us to our repentance, regenerating us, really to reject His work. What else is left? How else That's do you true. come to God? That's true. Yeah. Is it good to be convicted of our sins? I believe so, because <laughs> what, it is not until we are convicted and that we can actually seek for. Uh, a way out, yeah, that's, forgiveness that's, and that's repentance. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was reading a description of that that said, I mean, if you're standing in a spot that is beginning to catch on fire, mm. your nerves are telling you to run, but you ignore the pain, you're going to burn. Mm. And sometimes pain is a healthy thing if yes. it helps you preserve your life. Mm-hmm. And like too, the conviction of the Holy Spirit is, is what led the men to say to Peter, what must we do to be saved? That's right. They were convicted, and that was a healthy thing. Mm. You know, it would be just absolutely shocking if we didn't have the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's right. You know, you know today we talk a little about the Holy Spirit, Helen. I don't know if you've noticed. I think uh, there are times where we just get used to the uh, rituals and the and the, um, you know, repetitious uh, works, even, in, even within the church. Because I'm reminded of even what the Bible speaks about the end time church in Revelation 3.17, which says, for you say I'm rich, I have prospered and I need nothing, not realizing that you are wretched, peaceable, uh, poor, blind, and naked. So so there are times, I guess, where we also need a reminder that mm. we need to actually call upon the Holy Spirit. We need to invite the Holy Spirit to work in us because without the Holy Spirit, we will not, we will pretty much be walking in darkness and not know it. So the Holy Spirit, because the theme for this whole week has been um uh, the Holy Spirit in contemporary religion, the Holy Spirit is very important in our lives. He is the one who actually works on the heart. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. 
that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it is the Holy Spirit that brings repentance mm. into our life. Yes. It is the Holy Spirit that brings confession mm. into our lives. That's right. You know, so blaspheming against the Holy Spirit is literally rejecting Mm. And refusing to respond to the leading and the, the teaching and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Mm. It's closing the only door through which we can obtain forgiveness. That's right. That, I'd like to repeat that statement because that's, that's pretty sad. Mm. It's closing the only door through which we obtain forgiveness. Yeah. It's why, yeah. that's yeah, why that it's is, a sin that sad. can't yeah. be forgiven. Yeah. And, and, you know, it makes sense when you actually start to think about that. Mm. We have a choice. Mm. We have a choice. Mm. And that choice is if we want to experience mm -hmm. God's love and power, mm -hmm. we need to put away sin. Mm. That's right. And be careful not to grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm. Well, because sin put Jesus on the cross, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, to be forgiven mm. of our sins mm -hmm. is just amazing. You know, yeah. I, I stopped for a moment. I was just thinking then when, when the Lord talked to me once when I was at the end of my tether mm. and I remember that oh, I was trying to get my life back in order and it wasn't working and I thought no. And I was to the point where I wanted to take my own life. Mm. And it was a really sad time. And I, I remember the Lord saying, Helen, do you want to be made whole? Like he did to that paralytic, remember? Mm. And um, and he they they even um, questioned that they they questioned that you know he was doing the works of the devil even then. Mm. That's right. And I remember I said to the Lord, I said, "Yes, I do, completely whole." Mm. And he said, "Trust me, wow. just trust me." Mm -hmm. You know, that was that was a turning point in my life. Yes. I tell you, I didn't sleep that night. Mm. I spent the time mm. in prayer. Amen. With the Lord, Amen. the Holy Spirit was convicting me. That's right. And the last thing I ever want to do is to grieve the Holy Spirit. That's I right. don't want to close that door. That's right. I have a choice, mm -hmm. like everyone mm -hmm. has. All of Every us. listener has That's a right. choice, That's you right. know. Mm -hmm. And even if you think that you have done the worst, worst, vilest actions on this earth, mm -hmm. I think of Manasseh, King yes. Manasseh yes. in Scripture. And if yes. you want to go and read his story, read his story. It's horrid. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely horrid. Mm -hmm. And yet, when he was convicted, he hadn't grieved the Holy Spirit. That's right. When he was convicted, God forgave him. Amen. That Amen. to me is amazingly good news. Amen. Yes. Don't yes. reject the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Judas yes. did, yes. and look what happened. Yes. He uh, went and hung himself. Sad story. And and, yes. and the promptings of the Holy Spirit, of course, you know, you probably have heard um the voice in your mind telling you this is right. Don't touch that. This is the path to walk in. And as you're studying scripture as well, scripture speaks to you. That is when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Mm. The most important thing to do at that time is to choose to surrender to what the Holy Spirit is telling you and follow that. Now, we'll quickly take another quick short break because we are going to bring it all together uh, soon after this break. But I want us also to finish on God's promises Amen. for those who might be struggling and here is the song by Simeon I'm forgiven and we are forgiven and I believe you tuned in at the right time you are forgiven listen to this song
the path we choose I've tried but failed to walk in someone else's shoes Strange how I've tried To walk this road alone Not knowing the things I might find Listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Fabiano and our co-host today is Helen Gray. Our topic for today has been 
the topic of the unpardonable sin. So answering the question, what is the unpardonable sin? Uh, we have learned quite a lot, but what's assuring it is this. If your heart is still somehow leading you towards God, or you feel that you are probably, you probably have the question in your mind that whether asking yourself whether you've committed this sin, it is, we believe you, you, it is highly probable that you haven't because the very reason that you are feeling that way or hearing that voice in your heart, that is the Holy Spirit speaking to you. But nevertheless, we are warned, however, not to reject the promptings of the Holy Spirit because that can lead us to, um, committing such a sin, but as well as we are warned not to try to take the place of God. In summary, I think, in, uh, and Helen is going to give us a, a much more detailed summary, but I believe from what I've learned thus far is that we need to just submit ourselves to God, understand that we are not God, and accept the guidance of the Holy Spirit. That way we will keep ourselves away from committing such a sin. Now, Helen, do you have any final words to share with our listener today? Yes, Mm -hmm. I do actually. But I just want to commend you on the song that you just played. I know I'm forgiven. Mm -hmm. Beautiful words. Mm -hmm. And I hope that's what each one of us can say. Amen. Because we have the Bible's assurance. That's right. But I just want to wrap it up by saying there are typically three ways you can think of a person might commit the unpardonable sin. Mm. You know, you, of course, you've got the obvious person. When they hear the Spirit calling them, they're invited to surrender their lives. They That's just right. say, no, not interested, absolutely yep. no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live for the world, and I will refuse to even consider there might be a Holy Spirit mm. and acknowledge the existence of God. I'm mm. going my own way, totally rejecting. Mm. That doesn't mean that his life is gone because of that, because mm. the Holy Spirit will keep working to a point That's right. until he That's no right. longer hears. That's right. But then you've got another category, the person that says, I think that may be true, I probably ought to do something about that, and I feel mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, and I feel some conviction, and I should be forgiven, but now is not a good time. Mm-hmm. They procrastinate. Mm. That's like King Agrippa, wasn't it? He said, That's almost right. thou, Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian, mm. almost, but lost. Mm. The third group is the one most people don't really think about, which is really the biggest group. Mm -hmm. It's the group Mm -hmm. who says, yes, I believe in God and I want to be saved. I will come to Jesus. I will become part of the church. But Mm -hmm. they don't make a complete surrender. Mm -hmm. There's only going to be two groups at the last that's right. Jesus tells us, you That's know, right. there's going to be those in the narrow road, those in the in the wide road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we have a decision to make now. Let's not procrastinate. Let's not reject. That's right. And let's not be those like the Pharisees. They had the form of godliness, but they denied the power. Mm-hmm. We need to be partially committed, Fabiano? No. Mm, Three quarters committed. Definitely not. Oh, 100% committee. 100% committed. That's right. Yes. And that will mm-hmm. be the group that goes to spend eternity with the Lord. Amen. You know, let's not spurn the Holy Spirit. Let's not grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm. Let's give our lives completely to the Holy Spirit. And then we too can sing that song, mm. I know I'm forgiven. Amen. And Amen. praise God that we have right. the access to his throne That's right. because the Holy Spirit has brought us to that point. Amen. And I'd just like to share this final 
promises from God's word. Isaiah 43, 25, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins, says the Lord. Oh, wonderful. And then, of course, we've talked about Isaiah 1, First uh, John, rather, chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And not la- some. Not all. some. Oh, that's right. Praise him. And then lastly, Psalms 103, verse 12, as far as the east is from the west. Now, how far is that? That's infinite as far as I'm concerned. So far has he removed our transgressions from us. That is the goodness of God. And so if you are listening, I've got a heavenly message for you. And that is the good news today is why it is still today. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Jesus says, if you open the door, I'll come in and will abide in you. Your sins will be washed away and he'll remember them no more. Amen. Do you accept his invitation today? Yes. And this is all we had for you today, my friend. My prayer is that you accept Jesus and that you surrender to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. But join us tomorrow as we come together to the conclusion of this theme and as we explore the Holy Spirit in contemporary religion. But in closing... We would like to close with a prayer with you once again. Now, Helen, would you close with us, uh, 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 and for us rather, and, and close with a word of prayer? I count it a privilege. Thank you. Amen. Loving Heavenly Father, again, we come before you boldly because you've given us that invitation. Mm. You say, come. And Father, I just pray that each person that hears the message today, tonight, Lord, that they will come willingly to you to commit completely, Father, to give you all because your son died on the cross for us and gave his all for us. And we want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for the provision you've made for us to come boldly because you have said if we confess our sins that you will forgive us and cleanse us from all of our sins. Father, that's just amazing. That's just amazing. You'll put them in the depths of the sea market and say no deep sea fishing Mm. I pray Lord that we will accept this message I pray Lord that each one will give their lives fully to you that we will not grieve the Holy Spirit but we will listen to that still small voice that says this is the way walk ye in it and may not one be missing Father Mm -hmm. when the Lord comes in the clouds to take us home into the mansions that he's prepared for us Mm. to be saved for eternity Mm -hmm. saved Especially from sin, Lord. Sin no more. Yes, Lord. Father, that's going to be just the most wonderful time. I pray that none will be missing. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises that we can stand on. Thank you, Lord, for the assurance that we have that we have not yet committed that unpardonable sin. Amen. And may it never be so. I pray in the loving name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's come to music now as we close and stay blessed. And until next time, good night.